This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience First-hand, the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados the best place to be a cricket fan. You're listening to the following on podcast from Talk Sport. And today we're bringing you an exclusive interview with the England batter Ben Duckett. He returned to the England setup back in September last year after six years out of the side and performed in both the T20 and Test Series in Pakistan late last year. He's also enjoyed a good start to this current Test Series in New Zealand, scoring a half century in England's 267 run win in the first Test, which was, of course, live on Talksport 2. But whilst he was in South Africa with the ODI side last month, a series we also brought you here on Talksport 2. He spoke to our very own Neil Manthorpe about returning to the England side, what it was like making his debut against Bangladesh way back in 2016, and what the future holds. So sit back and listen for the next 20 minutes or so, as following on brings you an exclusive interview with the England batter, Ben Duckett. What is your team news? What decisions have you had to make? Oh, we've got a couple of debutants. Uh, ben Duckett comes in for his debut, as does Jake Ball. But with Vince gone... Probably the, the most exciting young player that's played in English cricket in the last 12 to 18 months is Ben Duckett, and he walks to the crease on his international debut. Ben Duckett, age 21, the player's player and young player of the year. He comes in with some pressure. Shakib, this is a straighter delivery, which Duckett can turn on the onside, and the mid-on is down at long on, so Ben Duckett is underway in international cricket. He takes a single. A bit more air this time, and Duckett recognises that and just clears mid-off and it's going to run away first boundary in international cricket comes in again bang on cue slightly over pitched and Duckett does the rest and Ben Duckett Duckett looks really good yeah he looks good he looks solid big moments for the young boy 49 from 62 and there it is well played son well played indeed so there you go 50 for Ben Duckett on debut very impressive 
by the young man. Ben Duckett, absolutely. You just get the feeling he has a big future in front of him. Oh, and he's bowled him. Bowled him round his legs. It was coming in truth. Duckett goes for 60 from 77 balls. As Duckett goes in and he's bowled. He's gone for the big shot. He's bowled through the gate. And England are 14 for two. He made 60 on his one-day international debut. Ben Duckett has missed out this evening. Ben Duckett made 60 on debut on Friday, but there was then bowled for a duck by Shakib Al-Hassan in Sunday's game. Let's see, it goes in. Duckett swings him into the leg side and over the leg side. Impressive young player. And he's gone on the sweep there. He's just cleared mid-wicket. Sprawling dive, and that's run away for four. But an impressive flurry yet again by Ben Duckett. Outside off stump, and Duckett will get that 50. He raises his back. To his mates. You know, if England England want to win this game and win this game well, you know, Ben Duckett's gotta he's gotta convert this into a big, big score. And this time, oh he's got him! He's got him! Caught down the left side, and Duckett goes 63, and the starlet perishes. Well Ben, um from five years out of the team, there or thereabouts, to mainstay um in the test and the one-day team, does that is that how it feels? Yeah, it's it's pretty good to be honest. Um, it's been a long time coming. I think I've I've put in a lot of work over the last few years, and I think um, yeah, it's really nice to have those rewards. Wasn't expecting them to all come at once. I wasn't expecting them to come at, come at all. To be honest, it was you know just something that happened back end of the summer. And yeah, I feel in a good place. So um, yeah, fingers crossed, I can get some runs out. So in Pakistan, if anybody had reason to take a slightly cautious approach and, and make sure you made some meaningful runs it would have been you after that long out of the team and it was extraordinary to see how you how you just went about it and bought into the new test structure and approach yeah well to be honest um I just played how I played my cricket back for in county and how I've played my whole career yeah my strike rate's pretty high in four-day cricket so yeah to be honest I I made no effort to play in a certain way or a way that you know they wanted me to play that was that's just how I play you know if I'd have gone to try and scratch around to try and get some runs I'd have probably averaged 15 and like I did five years ago and uh yeah so it, it was really important for me to go and play my way play to my strengths which which out there is you know sweeping and facing a lot of spin and you know it's something that I backed myself to do so yeah I'm really happy I went out and did, did things my way and it, and it paid off it's almost like the new era was just what you needed uh, you, you sort of needed Brendan and Ben to, to, to take over and you're exactly that kind of player I guess. Yeah I, I don't think I'd have necessarily been picked I think I'm you know the way I go about four day cricket especially is is the way that the test brand of cricket that you know England are playing at the minute under Stokes and McCullum um, I went a bit, bit more attacking this summer for knots you know and I've said in a few interviews I was watching the way England were playing Test cricket, and I felt at times I've potentially gone in my shell and thought that there was a certain way that you had to play Test cricket or four-day cricket um, in a sense, and that's not how I I do it, and that's not how I've scored all my runs in my career. It's from you know putting bowlers under pressure when the spin comes on, not letting them settle, you know sweeping both reverse sweeping everything. Um, so, so yeah, there was a certain point in the summer where I kind of went out and played like that for knots, the kind of carefree cricket, and just I love doing it, you know. And the success it actually brought me is 
it's, it's for quite funny to be honest how I can go out and play like that and it actually makes me score more runs um, but yeah I mean I didn't play that way to try and get selected I just went out and played that way because that's how you know I'm going to be best you know and thankfully I had a great summer and and, and Baz and Stokesy um, backed me to, to pick me in the squad. So in the five years that you were in the w- international wilderness did you ever feel about conforming did you ever think oh I, be- I better do it the way everyone's been doing it for 140 years before this? I think I did, you know, maybe for a couple of years when I was at Northence and I, I mean, I was, I think my strike rate, career strike rate is 70 in first class cricket, so I probably never went in my shell and blocked it. But yeah, I probably, I certainly for a few years just never believed that I was going to play test cricket again. And there was probably a change in the last sort of 18 months. I, I had a couple of winters in, in England where I worked quite hard on my game. And for the last three years, I've been fairly consistent. But even start of last summer, if you'd have told me I was going to play a test match, you know, eight months later, I wouldn't have believed you. And it's funny that because my stats are good. You know, I've I've always scored runs in in four-day cricket. Um, It's just funny that you can kind of, you know, go under the radar for quite a long time. And, you know, it probably took me a few years to actually really enjoy my four-day cricket again. And I think when I did that, suddenly the runs started coming in and you know I was playing with a smile on my face and contributing to wins for knots and and you know it's ended up in a test um test recall so yeah I'm very happy there, there were players um who were being selected um ahead of you who were aver- averaging considerably less and and you know that I think there were a couple of times where you you weren't afraid to, to say well you know my, my numbers are there everyone can read them um and I wonder whether the fact that you were happy to say that sort of um, put a few people's backs up. Yeah, maybe. I, I think maybe, you know, well, with me, I think definitely in interviews I've done over the years, I don't think people quite realise how many hundreds I've got or, you know, what my numbers are. And I know that. And I think I started believing other people and I started believing them that I wasn't good enough. And definitely in the last two or three years and... It's been a massive change since I've gone to Notts. I've kind of got that confidence back in, in myself and I'm a confidence cricketer. You know, if I don't have that, I'm, I'm going to struggle. I need to, you know, be able to, to be facing any bowler in the world and backing myself to, to know I'm good enough to, you know, to whack them wherever I want or bat for a period of time in four-day cricket. Yeah, and I, I think that's been the biggest change um, and I don't know when it was exactly. But, yeah, as I say, I've just... Certainly the last three years just had a big smile on my face playing four-day cricket and, you know, that's down to winning games for knots and, and playing for a great team under a great coach. Pete Moore's there. Um, you know, he's a massive credit to, to you know, my game and where it's gone in the last few years. And, you know, I've, I'm kind of at a stage now where I'm lucky enough, you know, lucky enough or whatever you, you may call it to kind of kick-start my career again at 28. I feel like the hard work starts now not two years ago even when I was working you know I want to stay in this England team for a period of time now and prove to myself not to anyone else that you know I'm good enough to go out there against the best and and score lots of runs and obviously T20 and test match in Pakistan I'm very happy with how it started you know I also I've played for quite a few years now and I know that I know the game and I know that certainly at the top of the order in rebel cricket it's not going to happen all the time you know, I'm, I'm going to struggle at times, and that's just how it that's how it works. And I think four years ago, I'd have probably battled with that, but I, I know that I'm going to 
you know, struggling a few series and stuff. But, you know, all I want to do is put England certainly at the minute um, in positions to win games and, you know, the rate that I score. And, you know, thankfully in Pakistan I could do that. Were you picked too early? Yeah, I'd say so. I've, I've always felt like I'm good enough in white ball cricket and I've actually not played much white ball cricket because, you know, the team has been so good for the past six, seven years. I almost thought I was never going to play white ball cricket because the team was too good. But yeah, I was I was a talented 21-year-old who, you know, had a freakishly good year and no one knew much about me. Yeah, I probably the biggest thing I've got now in white ball cricket is I've got to back my defence. I've got no more shots than I had back then, you know, but I probably couldn't... I, I could bat for long periods of time in counter cricket and I proved that, but against maybe the best bowlers in the world... I probably didn't have a good enough defence, you know, to go and do that consistently, you know, and that's something I've definitely worked on. And, you know, I've, I've seen my, my runs have been, you know, a lot more consistent in the past three years. And I think that's down to, you know, even on green pitches at Trent Bridge, I've kind of been able to get through the tough periods, you know, and then cash in in the afternoon when bowlers are tired or, you know, that's the biggest thing for me. You did make runs um, at the very beginning of your career, didn't you, in, in Bangladesh? Uh, yeah, well, no, I got... I've played three ODIs, I got two 50s, yeah. and those conditions are quite tough to be fair, but yeah, as I say, the, the team has just been, you know, and it, it, I've, I've watched the guys for the last however long, and it's, it's not like I've been watching it going, I should be there, like, I know I'm good enough to be there, but try getting into that 11, it's just, it's just been impossible, and you know, now there's, there's, there's opportunities, and you know, there's only one or two opportunities to break into this team, but... Um, yeah, I've got a chance now to go and to go and try and score some runs and and try and you know in a World Cup year try and try and stamp my case to try and stay in the team. Here's a cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact: you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today 
to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, truly the best place to be a cricket fan. While England were looking for, for openers, or at least an opener, or usually two openers in the, in the chess team, were you sort of saying, oh, I'm here, uh, I'll, I'll have a go? Well, that's the funny thing, is I actually wasn't. You know, when I got dropped from England, I was probably thinking too much about what was going on inside the England dressing room and, you know, who was scoring runs around the country and, and, and things like that. What I've done in the last two or three years is not, not worried about that. When England are playing test cricket, I'm watching them, I'm supporting them. Mm. I know a lot of them and you want them to do well. It's, you don't ever want anyone to fail, even if you're trying to break into the team. But, yeah, I, I wasn't focused on what was going on inside the England dressing room or who was scoring runs around the country. I was just trying to focus on myself and trying to make myself the best player I can be. And I, I think probably a lot of players are, are guilty of doing that worrying about what's going on elsewhere and actually the only person that can get you in that team is yourself and you know that's the, that's the person you've got to focus on not not other people can i ask you about new zealand then um, i mean as you, you mentioned your your prowess against spin and, and your enjoyment of playing against spin probably not going to be that much in uh, mount manganui and wellington but um how, how are you looking forward to that series yeah i, I mean i can't wait i just i can't wait to to be around that group of players and, and the, the management and it's just an amazing place to be um, so yeah you know I, I love facing spin but then again I, as you know speaking about stats and stuff I've scored most of my runs at the top of the order in England against seam you know not not test bowlers all the time obviously it's going to be tough and they've got a good bowling attack but I've heard the pitches are generally quite good there yeah, and we'll just see when we get there. I'll just hopefully we, we win the toss, have a bat, and and I'll, I'll get off to a flyer, and, and we'll go from there. 28's young. I mean, you've had a, you've played a lot of cricket, and you obviously started very young, and you were selected for England very young. Are you a goal setter? I mean, what what does a 28 year old Ben Duckett want for himself in the future? No, I, I never set goals because I don't know how high that ceiling is. I said before the Test tour, I'd I'd love to tell my grandchildren I've got a, a Test match hundred, and obviously. <laughs> went out and ticked that off so I'd love to score 100 in this format you know any for, for me it's about scoring hundreds not about getting 50s or you know it's you know for me hundreds are a big thing and that's that's kind of what I pride myself on so any opportunity you get to score 100 for England is pretty special but yeah I mean for me goal wise I, I just want to play as much cricket for England in the next seven or eight years however long I'm I'm playing however long the body lets me hopefully hopefully longer um but yeah I just as I said I've got an opportunity now to kind of kickstart my career again and I'm pretty fortunate that I've got that opportunity kind of in all three formats um and yeah I just want to the one thing I did when I was 21 is I put myself under a lot of pressure and I kind of thought the job was done when I got selected you know now even even after one good test tour I just you know I want to make sure I enjoy it you know, play with a smile on my face, um, have zero regrets of, of every opportunity I get and, um, yeah, just try and score as many runs as I can and try, and try and play for England as long as I can. You mentioned ceilings. Ben Stokes is obviously a big believer in smashing them. Um, the longer they've been there, smash them down. Are you very close to him? Uh, I, I, mean, I wouldn't say close, no. Um, you know, I hadn't really spent any time for six years. Um, I certainly love playing under him. You know, I think he's an incredible leader, and he does everything by but leads by example. So, you know, fingers crossed, I can play plenty more cricket under him, and in, in five years' time, I can say yes, I am very close to them. Well, very best of uh, luck in New Zealand, and um, and and hopefully, 
the World Cup. How, how far ahead do you do you look? I mean, do you are you sort of ticking off October, India World World Cup, or are you not taking anything for granted? I don't want to look too far ahead. Um, you know, things can change quickly, and I think if I'm if I'm thinking about October or I'm I'm penciling myself in for a World Cup, then you know there's a lot of cricket before then. So you know, I need to I need to go and go and score a hell of a lot of runs before I get to that stage. Thanks for your time. Thank you very much. Cheers. The England batter Ben Duckett speaking to Talk Sports Neil Manthorpe in South Africa last month. And Duckett will be part of the England Test side that faces New Zealand in the second Test at Wellington on Thursday evening. With every ball live and exclusive on TalkSport 2, our coverage beginning from 9pm ahead of the first ball at 10pm. We'll be back tomorrow with more build-up to that Test match at the Basin Reserve in Wellington. But for now, this has been Following On. You've been listening to the Following On podcast from TalkSport. If you missed any of the show or wish to catch up, you can download the podcast. Now available via the free TalkSport app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget, for more cricket content, you can listen to The Cricket Collective on TalkSport 2 every Tuesday evening as Neil Manthorpe and Double Ashes winners Steve Harmison debate the biggest stories with a host of big names. And if you want to send us a question to a member of the TalkSport team, you can tweet us at cricket underscore TS and we'll answer your question on the next podcast. But for now, you've been listening to Following On. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you are keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today.